Hustle Tussle Podcast, episode number 29, and we are here for a Monday Nitro, a historic Monday Nitro in which Hollywood Hogan, you'll never believe, loses clean. It is <laughs> K.J. Johnson alongside Hollywood. Just John. Just John, how's it going, my friend? I'm good, man. How are you? How are, how's life? Well, we have reached yet another week mm-hmm. in pro wrestling. We have, we yeah, have another time. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. A it is, man. It is. It a is. Everyone's happening. firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm, it's, just, mm-hmm. it's it's good. We just come off of the Royal Rumble. Yes, we yes. had an iconic closing angle. Yes, we're gonna we, go down in <laughs> history. We were supposed to do. A, a rumble show but we um we in canada it snowed like crazy <laughs> it did so we were all snowed in so yeah. we couldn't record that yeah, but yeah, you know yeah. it was a good show nonetheless it was, it was a, a really show. good show it was yeah a great show but... except for the you know the bray wyatt match oh yeah. of course of course yes, yeah. yes yes but uh let's let's start you know we had the we had the men's royal rumble yes gunther Nearly making it all the way for from a, one for a to second. They had me. I thought he was going to win it for a, for a it. second. But of course, it was in fact Cody Rhodes. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes wins. He's going on to WrestleMania. He's fighting the champion. He's fighting Roman Reigns. Yep. Probably. Because uh, no, because Roman isn't defending at Elimination Chamber. Well, well, well. We don't know yet. No, right? they announced it. No, no. He's We've still got Sammy. <laughs> Sammy could be defending, you know. Oh, could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Title could be on the line. Yeah. You never know. And it's in his hometown, exactly. Montreal. Have some hope. Have some Let's hope. see. Let's yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we have Cody winning. Mm-hmm. He's stamping his spot at WrestleMania. Yeah. No rock appearance. Yeah. That- <laughs> Listen, I, I was one of the guys that fell for the whole rock might appear mm-hmm. thing. So, you know, yeah. uh, kind of just, but we did get Booker T. We did get Spinner Rooney. So, you know, sure. it, makes, <laughs> it makes up for it. Yeah, the, the, the surprise was just Booker T. That's it. Yeah, we knew that Edge was probably going to be there. We knew that Logan yeah. Paul was probably going to be there. Yep. Although Logan Paul with one of the best damn rumble spots I in the last couple years yeah. i think that will go down in history um, as my, one of the best my twitter feed was just full of people reposting that spot Jesus with Christ. him and ricochet listen and, and he got more air than ricochet did <laughs> listen listen the way that their body sounded when they collided midair was just disgusting beautiful beautiful stuff (laughs) but uh yeah yeah no real surprises in the Mm -hmm. men's rumble but at the same time it was a good it was a yes yes there was not a lot of surprises unless you're a really really huge booker t fan Mm. not a lot of surprises uh but it was a fun rumble from start to finish though there wasn't any I know some rumbles will have like moments where it's just nothing happening. Mm-hmm. I feel like in this one there was always something going on. So. I thought so as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, indeed. And then of course we had the uh, the pitch black match came next. <laughs> the Mountain Dew <laughs> pitch, pitch black, black match. match. Yep. I mean, it immediately ruined it by calling it the Mountain Dew pitch black match. Because I, I thought it was just called the pitch black match, and I was I was hyped for that at first. Yes, because I'm like, finally, they're giving Bray his his spotlight, his moment. Exactly. You know, pitch black match. Let's see what he's gonna come up with. Yeah. When 
I looked at the poster and it said Mountain Dew Pitch Black Match. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, here comes the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> here I, comes the I, bullshit. I had no idea that it was a sponsor. Yep. It was a sponsor match. It was a Pizza Hut commercial <laughs> type and, thing. And yeah, and usually, usually WWE doesn't, from a, a, a advertisement point of view, mm. they're great at it. Mm. But from a actual like how yeah. they deliver it, yeah. it always kind of falls flat. Yeah. Same thing with the zombies killing the Miz That's and right. Morrison. Yeah, uh, the Pizza Hut thing, you know, it's terrible stuff. Yeah. Terrible stuff. Yeah. And this match just ended up being a boring seven minute no DQ match. Yeah, basically, yeah. That's it. And the only thing is, you know, you could barely see anything. Yeah, because it was all like the- <laughs> it was all like light bright. Yeah. Naomi business. So there was a couple times where I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then like someone will flash a glow stick yeah. and I'm like, oh, there, that, that's yeah. what they're doing. The weirdest it's... thing was at the commentary table. Did you see at the commentary table when yeah. he's pulling shit up? And then like there's like these beads of glowy snow? I don't know. And if what you, was that? If, <laughs> if you go, I forgot what match it was. I'm not sure if it was the women's rumble or if it was the, the, the Roman Sammy uh, eh. business. But they're still there. Eh. Like later on in the show, like they yeah. don't clean it up. It's I'm not weird. sure if they can't clean it up yeah. or what was going on with that, but it stayed there throughout the whole show. And I was like, "What Bizarre. the fuck was that?" It is madness. Uh, yeah. So that match was terrible, mm-hmm. but Bray Wyatt won. Um, I, I still guess. don't understand why Bray can't just have normal matches. I st- I'm still not sure what they're doing with I, his character at all. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's it's too wild. Yeah. For the ring. Everything outside of the ring, the promo work, all that stuff, it all, like, you could bypass it. Some of it's really good. Some of it is just like, oh, it's wacky, but it's, you know, it's great. But when you put it in the ring, why can't the matches just be normal? (laughs) Why? Then you have the Uncle Howdy business. You have uh, the, 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 what's what's his, the group called? The The Firefly. The Firefly, yeah. Then you have Alexa. Doing yeah, that her came, own thing. That came right next. Yeah. And it served no context, like no <laughs> Uncle Howdy business. Because Uncle Howdy like committed suicide, basically. Yeah. <laughs> by jumping off a scaffold, completely missing LA Knight, apparently. But for some reason causing explosions. Yeah. Yeah. So so Uncle Howdy could not factor into the match. Immediately after, and they built the entire thing on the idea that Alexa Bliss is being courted by Uncle yeah. Howdy. And then you you have that whole thing. Then her match comes up, and th- she there's nothing. She doesn't do much. No. Like it's a short match as well. So yeah. you're just like, where? Like someone tell me where Something's we're going happening. with this? Like you expect the, uh, the entire match. I was like, where is like? How are they going to fit Uncle Howdy into this? Because he just died. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is Bray going to come out and do anything? With I this? feel like because everyone loves Bray so much, we kind of give him a little bit of leeway. But at some point in this feat, in this whatever you call it, they're yeah. gonna have to explain to us what's going on and focus the fuck up. <laughs> like what? Focus the fuck? up. Yeah. Like stop being spooky nonsense during the wrestling matches. This didn't happen with the Undertaker. I'm not supposed to compare this guy, <laughs> but he had regular matches. It wasn't like Undertaker was always it's doing always spooky, spooky bullshit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like not every 
Undertaker pay-per-view match was a something yeah. gimmicky. Like it wasn't a graveyard know. rule. Yeah. A casket <laughs> match, a buried alive. Every now and then you that. would get that, but it wasn't every single time yeah. he wrestled. So. And we understood that. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah. I, I just want to know where we're going with that. Um, so after that, it was the women's rumble, right? That's right. Yes, we moved on to the and this one actually had number one going coast to coast. Yes, Rhea Ripley going from one to the victory. Yeah. Um, not really much to say about the women's rumble though. Yeah, the the women's division compared to everything else in wrestling. Yeah. It's good, but at the same time, it still it's lacks. It still lacks the, the momentum. Yeah, not as good a build as the men's rumble. No, because there was a lot of things happening in the men's rumble. You had Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. You had Edge and Judgment Day. You had yeah. Dominic Mysterio being a goddamn scene stealer. <laughs> scene stealer. He should have been part of the final two. He should have been the last. He should have been part of the final. We three. were talking about this during the paper. He should have been at least in the final four. Absolutely. That would have been hilarious. I definitely could have seen him in the Logan Paul spot where it's like you think yeah. he's gone, he comes back, <laughs> he eliminates him, or like he tries to eliminate Gunther. Oh like he gets God. Gunther over there and then he's just like, you bastard, come back in, chop the shit out of him. Dominic Mysterio is fantastic. He's great at like at the type of heel he's playing oh, just the, chicken the cowardly oh. but like he thinks he's a badass oh, like man. he's doing such a, his promo still need work but he's still killing it yes. everywhere else and he's brilliant and he's got like all of these badasses <laughs> backing him up all the yeah. time like damien priest being like this man is a fucking monster <laughs> he has finn damien oh. priest and rhea ripley three of like the top yeah. wrestlers Just in the company <laughs> protecting him and they're like yeah oh. dominic is great <laughs> and him coming back from prison and just being like the the prison expert yes. is just it's yes. fucking hilarious. So yes, so you had all of those things in the men's rumble, and yes. the women's <laughs> rumble was just a little bit lackluster. Yeah, and However, honestly, seeing Rhea coming in at one, yes, like even before she came in at one, there was already rumors that she was going to be the Iron Man. Yeah, it well the Iron Lady, I guess, in mm-hmm. in the rumble, and most people pegged her as the winner. Yeah, the yeah. Rumble. So once once she came out at number one, everyone's like, okay, she's lasting forever yeah and then there was just never that one person to come in to be like whoa this might she might be the one i suppose maybe becky at one point but i mean uh you know damage control yeah she has her her thing yeah they were they were doing good in that the only one that kind of i was like maybe she could do it was oscar yes it was nice to see oscar back but it was nice to see oscar and her war makeup yeah, yeah. War paint. And that I think the cool. only surprise was uh the Chelsea Green. Mm. Chelsea Green. I think Michelle McCool is there as well. Michelle McCool having to jump the apron. Yeah. Having to jump and, and get right in. And, uh, she almost botched that. I was scared did. for a second, she but, but she made it. But you know, she's Michelle Calloway. So <laughs> she gets an obligatory spot in the rumble, no matter if Undertaker is there. Or not? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there wasn't there wasn't much to to say about the the, the women's rumble. It but was it was decent. A very very clever finish. I really liked the finish. Oscar spewing the mist into mm-hmm. Liv Morgan's face. Everybody's on the apron. 
uh, Rhea is able to eliminate Asuka and seems like she's got the easy victory with Liv, but Liv is able to give her the knee and then Rhea slips on the apron and it looks like she's going to fall and Liv is like blinded. So she's like, where is she? Where is she? (laughs) And then gets head scissored off. Fantastic. Nia Jax returns. Oh, yeah. And she didn't injure anyone. So and she didn't injure anybody. <laughs> a she, good return. She didn't break anybody's face. <laughs> no one died. So, yeah. you know, it was great. Yes. It was great. Um, yeah. And the, the one thing I also liked about the, the women's rumble is that one and two both made it to the end. Like, yeah. literally, one and two were the last two, mm-hmm. which was cool to see. So I was like, Very all right, that was, that's decent. I think I it was guess. a good performance for Liv. It was a good performance from Rhea, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, good match overall. And then, of course... The main event. The main event. What? What people paid good money to see. Yes. I mean, as soon as the men's rumble went on first, I'm like, how could you? <laughs> how could you? Why would you? You're a maniac. The men's rumble i listen but once though, i saw the 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 angle at the end that. i'm like i i understand why I it's just <laughs> my thing is is that the royal rumble at this point it trumps every other match that you announce the men's rumble specifically yeah because yeah, yeah. be that as it may about the women's rumble i'm glad that they get the spot the chance to shine but it's still it was not long there. overdue yeah. but they never put as much emphasis on the women's match as they do the men's and the men's is just more exciting it's been around for longer mm-hmm. it was the thing it it just it trumps every other match so it's like even though we got to see this all-time spot and there's all time angle to close, and I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I I cannot argue their choice. I don't like their choice. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I would have I, I would have rather they they postpone this Roman Kevin Owens match mm. till Elimination Chamber. Mm. Have Sammy turn on him in Montreal, mm. you know, instead of doing it here, mm. and just have the men's match last like it's like it's always always well not always been but for most it should be (laughs) for most of the time it's it's the last it should be last yeah that is my thing it should close because you had the men's rumble Mm -hmm. and then the crowd was dead up until yeah because you're exhausted after up until the end of the women's rumble so you had the the mid-card matches were just really weak yeah. because everybody's dead and they're just waiting for the next match. And especially so, after watching a 30-man rumble and then whatever the fuck was the Bray Wyatt yeah. thing, your mind just doesn't have room for like anything you can't compute. else. <laughs> but the main event but was my, incredible. Uh, one more thing before we go on yes. to the main event. My thing is if the pay-per-view is named after a match mm-hmm. – that match should probably go on last. That's I my agree. that's at least my thing. Yeah. You know, if like Elimination Chamber, TLC, all these yeah. pay-per-views named after matches, the match should go on last. It should. But it you should. know. But that's just us. <laughs> that's why we're not creative. No. Because it did end with Roman versus Kevin Owens. They yes. have a great match. They always do. Mm-hmm. Uh Owens and, and Roman. They have they have good chemistry. They're always great. The real story was, of course, Mr. Zane on the outside. Yes. Mr. Sammy Zane, Paul Heyman, 
Paul Heyman, of course, in the in the camp of Roman Reigns that says, let's kill Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> and Sami Zayn was more like, if we have to, I suppose, but 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 only if it's necessary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every every member of the blood bloodline was like, Yeah, yeah, murder is the only acceptable option yeah, here. Right, right. Samuel's more like, can we at least break something? Yeah, maybe yeah, let's yeah. Like, you know simmer if, down, guys. If he can't get up, then we've won. <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, but they end up having a fantastic match. Uh, Zayn hesitates just just slightly to pass Roman a steel chair. He ends yep. up with a near fall after a stunner. Of course, we end with Roman Reigns just freaking the hell out, smashing him on the corner of the steps, which looked gnarly. That was a Crazy oh, spot. Spears. I the never want them to do that spot again. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Kevin Owens has got the mankind body. Yeah. He can soak up the punishment and he's okay. It's good stuff. Um, then, of course, Roman is able to win. Mm-hmm. Then they proceed to murder Kevin Owens some more. And then, of course, Sammy, he can take no more. He can stand no more. Yep. He nails. Roman Reigns in the back, but the real selling point for me was not Sammy, but in fact, Jey Uso. Jey Uso. Jey Uso that couldn't bring himself to beat down the man that he he learned to trust. And I think even understood why Sammy hit him in the back with the chair. It seemed like he understood the reason. Because remember, before this whole bloodline stuff, uh, Jimmy and Jay. Jay was the first one to hate him. Yeah, they were in the feud. They were in a feud with uh, Roman, and it was kind of like we can't beat you, so we're going to join you type of thing. Yeah, you know. So Jay, like Jay, has always kind of been like, I'm with you, but I'm not like, you know, and. what I loved even more about this whole fucking thing was Jimmy kind of being like jealous of yeah. Jay and Sam and being like, "Hey, I'm yeah. I'm like your your twin. I'm I'm Honestly, you. How amazing. are you gonna take this guy's side?" Amazing. So it's amazing to see that Jimmy Uso, the guy that was like, "Yo, this is my dog," and yeah, was like the first to love yep, Sam, yep. was the. First First to, to kick him in the face and beat the shit out of him. Yep. Even Solo had to be like, pull him off and then beat him down. And so Jimmy was first to strike. This man is fickle. <laughs> and listen, there's so much layers to the story. Like, even like I've seen some people on Twitter, like going back and seeing Jimmy kind of distrusting Sammy from the start type mm. of like there's so much to this to this story and I just good. want it all injected straight into my veins. Yes. This yes. is fucking great. It's very good. I can't wait for SmackDown on Friday mm-hmm. or I guess we we release this on Saturday. Yes. So whatever happened yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for that. Past, future, <laughs> smack. Incredible. Because I want to see what happens, mm. whose side is, who's on whose side, what's going to happen. Mm. Um, and Roman what's Reigns. happening in Elimination Chamber. Yeah. WrestleMania, Cody Rhodes is facing Romans. How is this all going to play? There's so much going yeah. on here and I fucking love it. Yes, and it's beautiful to see that Roman Reigns has genuine heat. Yes. Like real, genuine <laughs> Fuck you, Roman. And it's, it's so Heat. crazy. It's so crazy because a couple years ago, 
at the Royal Rumble. They mm-hmm. were booing him after he won. That's right. Even though they were trying to make him a baby face. Right. And now he's pro- finally getting yeah. the proper boos yes. as a heel. And it's he fucking great. Genuinely, he's it's, a heel. He's a bastard. It's so he's great. He's got the heat. It's fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a great time to be on the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it's exciting. I'm yep. interested in what they're going to do. I'm interested in where Logan Paul is going, whether or not he's doing Seth Rollins or whether or not he's doing a celebrity like a John Cena, yeah, which I, has I've, been theorized. Yeah, I've heard rumors of of uh, of him, Seth yeah. Rollins. I yes. heard John Cena, Austin Theory, yeah. maybe. What's Gunther going to be doing now after mm. a performance such as that? He's about to break uh, Shelton Benjamin's record yeah. for IC title, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. for a longest time holding the IC title. Yeah, I think he's Hunky. a yeah, yeah, you except for the honky tonk. You gotta beat honky tonk. Can't believe he's still number he's one. Still number one. They will not take that man down. That is one hell of a record. He, he has to have something on Vince. Mm. Well, after the lawsuits, he probably does he have probably something on Vince. Knows where the bodies are buried. Um, but yeah, what's gonna happen with all of these people as the yeah. as the WrestleMania begins to take shape? Listen, this is one of the funnest uh road to WrestleMania's. Yeah. We've had and it's getting off on the right foot yeah. for a change. It's not this sour, we don't like the main event. This is gonna be bad. Let's we're, hope the rest of it's we're okay. trying to like change the card yeah. as they're announcing it. Like, no, no, this yeah. is so far, it's they've been booking everything perfectly, yeah. you know. Very good, but never mind that shit. Yes, because what we have is a history making nitro foot, a history long, long nitro foot. <laughs> So let's get into it. Yes, sir. We're ready to dance with the 100th edition of Nitro. Hills comes Monday Nitro, the 100th edition of Monday Nitro, 100 episodes strong, and we are celebrating big time. Yep. Big time, baby, with the heavyweight championship match. Lex Luger, who won his opportunity way back at <laughs> he finally Stampede. Gets, he finally gets his title shot. Holy yes. shit. In April. God. It is now August. <laughs> no more teaming with the Giant. It's finally <laughs> time for the match. That is what has brought the people to the dance. Now, I... Mm-hmm. It was very hard finding information on this card because it was a nitro. So, so I doubt you have any numbers. So we can just skip ahead. Oh, you think ahead. that I don't have any numbers? Wait, don't oh, tell me. Oh, you think that I don't have any numbers? <laughs> How? I want you to hear very, very softly <laughs> as the music comes in. Because you know what it's time for. There's no way. It's all about the numbers! <laughs> 
find these numbers. I've got numbers, please. <laughs> Go for it. Nitro draws a three, or excuse me, draws a 4.34 rating on tonight's show. Raw, however, does a 2.66. Oh, shit. Oh, yes. Fuck. Yeah, they had nothing going on. God damn. Hollywood Hogan versus Lex Luger. Our main event tonight is watched by 3.6 million homes. Wrestling's total viewership for that night draws a 7.11 rating, which equals 11.86 shares, which means over 5 million homes watching wrestling between the hours of 9 to 11 p.m. It is the first time ever that over 5 million people were watching wrestling at the same time from God. two different companies. <laughs> that's that's actually pretty dope. Absolutely. That's dope as hell. Yes. So needless to say, Hollywood Hogan and Lex Luger is a draw. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is the first ever three-hour edition of Monday Nitro. And I looked up some more tidbits, Ooh. some more facts. Ooh. Let's go. Because three-hour Nitros become the norm going forward in 1998. They would become regularly, every week, three hours of Monday Nitro, very much like they did with Monday Night Raw. Okay. When they brought in three-hour Monday Nitros, they also brought in Thursday Thunder. So they went from doing an hour and a half to two hours worth of television plus UB shows, which were taped, which was you know, mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. They went from that to five hours of A show weekly television, along with three hours of B show weekly television. So they nearly doubled their thing. Actually, they more than doubled their hours on television, which got them into some hot water because you have to consider the fact that Hollywood Hogan, for example, mm -hmm. only wrestled 16 <laughs> matches a year. <laughs> <laughs> Among other people that were guaranteed contracts of limited dates, which was the whole reason they jumped shit mm -hmm. from the WWF to Monday uh, to WCW. Another being worked. Exactly. Yeah, now yeah. they're asked to double their workload, which means more money, brother, yeah. which means where am I going to get my time off, I'm going to stop working house shows, brother. Etc., oh, <laughs> etc. Et now, you would think to yourself, well, Eric Bischoff, what are you doing? You're a wild man. What's <laughs> wrong with you? No. The reason that this is the first uh, three-hour edition of Nitro mm -hmm. is because there was a company mandate sent down by TNT, Turner Broadcasting, that demanded going forward Every go-home edition, so every edition before pay-per-view, would be three hours long. This was a TNT mandated. So it was out of Bischoff's hands at this exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. This was coming from the Turner higher-ups that said, listen, your program is doing so well, we want to give you an extra hour every time you go home in order to promote the pay-per-view. This should give us more money, more sponsorship. This should give you more opportunity to promote your show. Okay. What this ends up doing, of course, <laughs> is watering down <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the television program.
as uh, as is tell apparent, me, you're telling me people don't want to watch 13 matches well, on one sitting. It's very apparent that something has gone horribly wrong for the first episode of a three-hour nitro because we open with Bruce Buffer. Yes. Yes. Or is it Bruce? It's Michael. Michael Excuse Buffer. Me. Michael Buffer. Michael. Jesus. No. Yeah, Michael, it's, it's Buffer, Michael, Michael Buffer. Michael Buffer. Michael Buffer. Good Bruce Lord. is the Bruce yeah. is his younger brother. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> but it opens with Michael Buffer. Jesus Christ! Nitro is going to cost a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Buffer, Hogan. <laughs> Three hours. Jesus. They, and and not to mention every time that they did a Nitro, no matter what, they flew every wrestler in. So no matter if they were on the show or not, they flew every single wrestler on contract. And we're talking How did over this company lose? Yeah, we're talking over 130 people just to sit there most of the time. Just to be in catering. Just being kidding. Holy shit. So along with all of those people, you're paying Buffer, you're paying Hogan, you're paying the commentary <laughs> the team. Oh my god. Oh lord. And then of course we have the Nitro Girls. <laughs> That's another expense. Now, the mother and all of the pyrotechnics that come with the Nitro Girls who perform the absolute worst cheerleading that I've ever seen. They have zero choreography. The music is terrible. You can't dance to it. And yeah, it's only two minutes. They're like, hey, woo, yay, Nitro. And then, <laughs> and then who is to come out but Hollywood Hogan and Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Yes, it is the first time that I actually really noticed that they dubbed over Hogan's theme, mainly because he's singing Voodoo Child on the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like the NWO theme, and it's like, I'll chop it down with the edge of my hand. Yeah, I remember when we first started our reviewing the show, I, I believe, like, after a couple of shows, I'm like, wait. Isn't he supposed to be coming out to Voodoo Child? When does that happen? And it just never happened. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's It's fucking dubbed. At this moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're just here to cut a quick promo on Lex Luger hyping the bout for tonight. Yes. Uh, Just a a warning for everyone. Mm. This show is three hours. They have a terrible management Mm. of the three hours. So there's a lot of promo segments. Yes, that's right. There's a lot of segments where guys come out and they're like, oh, my opponent sucks. Yeah. And that's it. Music plays. (laughs) that's it. I've done my job. Uh, He also promotes Road Wild. Yes. Because Hogan and Luger were supposed to fight at Road Wild in five days uh but they're deciding to give the title match away on free television uh and he says five hundred thousand bruma fat boys are ready to cheer me on and sturgis dude uh and then uh they play hollywood hogan's music but hogan is not ready to leave <laughs> no 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 not yet not yet he says wait uh once i get through luger tonight Hall is next in line for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> he made Scott, them stop his music yeah. just to just to give that fact. Like, yeah. oh yeah, Hall's next. Yeah. Like, Scott oh, Hall is okay. next in line. We're gonna we're gonna tussle. All right, we're gonna rough it up, brothers. And then he leaves. Uh, so yeah, that's fantastic. Larry Zabisco, Mike Tanay, and Tony Schiavone are on the desk for hour number one. Yes, and they hype that Sting is supposed to be here because J.J. Dillon has a contract offer to get Sting back in the ring. Yes, uh, that's one of the biggest things, uh, aside from the main event. That's right. That's one of the biggest things that they've been announcing throughout the whole night. They're going to be repeating it over and over again. 
this J.J. Dillon thing that he has. <laughs> he has something up his sleeve to, to get Sting in the ring. That's right. That's right. Uh, so let's see how that pays off. Let's see what happens. Okay, let's fire through these matches because we've got 13 of them on hand. <laughs> Match number one is Wait, Mortis versus Kurt Angle. We're not reviewing Mortis and Kurt Oh, we are. We are. I'm just saying. We're going to be doing the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> yeah, um, and for some reason, every member of the Mortis-Glacier feud mm. Gets an individual oh, match man. on this fucking car. Well, as soon as Mortis came out, I started to cry. <laughs> I was fearful of who he was going to be facing. Because I'm like, this will be the second show in a row that I have reviewed where the Mortis Glacier debacle starts off the show. But thankfully, I was swerved. Yeah. And it is yep. Kurt Henning. It's Kurt. It's Thank Kurt. goodness for that. Uh, Henning powers Mortis back in the corner to start. He's out maneuvering Mortis as well with some drop toe holds, some good fancy wrestling. A drop kick by Kurt Henning. Uh, he goes for Vandenberg, though. Vandenberg gets on the apron with the distraction. Mortis is able to take advantage. Henning, but then, gets a knee lift that sends Mortis up and out of the ring over the top. And then Kurt goes outside. He clocks James Vandenberg right in the face. Clocks him right in the teeth. But then, of course, Mortis is able to attack again. Back into the ming. Cordis. Uh, Mortis. Cordis. <laughs> Cordis. <laughs> Kurt moves out of the way of an elbow drop and delivers a hip toss on a neck snap. Mm -hmm. uh, meanwhile, an originality for life sign gets taken away in the front row. Yeah. I don't know why that was. I don't know why originality is offensive, but apparently it is uh, because they roll up on that fan and they're just like, give me your fucking yeah. sign right now. And it's so fucking distracting. It's very intense. <laughs> very intense. Because they, they sent like the two biggest security guards they had to do. Like they were bigger than James yeah. fucking Vanderbilt. Yeah. And it was just very weird. Oh, yeah. I was I mean, like, what the fuck's going on? Away. So later on, that uh, that fan just ends up taking off his shirt. And so he's shirtless <laughs> for the rest of the program. Kurt uh, <laughs> uh, Henning then attacks yeah. the leg, delivers a Henning plex, and we are out of here. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Three minutes and 32 seconds. Listen, after after that, I knew it was going to be downhill for me. <laughs> Because the finish came out of fucking nowhere. And not yeah. like a cool out of nowhere, like Ornan hitting RKO. Not a, not a boss man slam finish. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it was like they were in the middle of a match, and then out of nowhere, he hits perfect plex, done. Yeah, out of there. Done. And I was like, do they know they have three no, hours to film? No like, what the fuck? There's no time. <laughs> <laughs> then we get a sting hype package. Yes. Uh, just talking about the fact that just, Sting is... Just filling time. Sting is around. Sting <laughs> has done some things to some people. He hasn't spoken yeah. for over a year. Yeah, we see uh, young Sting with the Beach Boy look. That's right. And we That's see right. him and turn. We see him morph. Yes. Morphing into this monster before us. <laughs> <laughs> Match number two. It is Chavo and Hector Guerrero. Yes. Uh, Hector, of course, coming down, and he's saying, we are family. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> I, from the bottom of my wow. soul, I hate Hector. 
<laughs> Hector I mean, Guerrero is probably one. I'm maybe when he was here, but it, was, his WCW run was fucking terrible. I fucking loved his selling. Because. We'll get into his selling a bit later on. Um, because he's taking on Jeff Jarrett and Dean Malenko. Yes. A very weird duo. Absolutely weird. What is Malenko doing with this guy? But, but KJ, can they coexist i don't know because that's what we're here for what's happening is that at road wild it's going to be those two teaming with uh going against chris benoit and mongo holy shit mongo wasn't on this card at all he was was he no he wasn't we'll get into it later on uh Deborah McMichael, the commentary says that Jeff uh, that she went over where the money was. Yes, you know because Jeff Jarrett has got the title, so he has more money. And I just thought to myself, you know, how much is Mongo making? Because he's a he's a former football star. Yeah, surely he was brought over with big money, big money contract. You know, yeah, yeah. maybe. So I'm like, could he really be making more than Jeff Jarrett? So, I've got some more numbers. Oh <laughs> yeah, because he he should be he should be yeah. making a because he he spent a good a hmm. good couple years in the NFL. Yeah. Like he yeah. wasn't like a one and done Super type Bowl. of thing. Super yeah. Bowl ring. Yeah, right? Super Bowl. Yeah. That's true. So Mongo was making two hundred and seventy thousand four hundred and eight dollars. That's his wrestling. For the, yes. Okay. For the year. Of 1997. Meanwhile, Jeff Jarrett was making 171,000. But does Mongo have the title though? See, he does not. See, come on, Deborah's smart. Deborah's smart. Not, but (laughs) nearly, you know, like eighty thousand dollars less. Till the World Head Scissors by Chavo Guerrero to Dean Malenko to kick us off. Hector is in and Jarrett is getting mega heat when he gets tagged in. Yeah. Hector Guerrero with a drop kick and an arm drag. Malenko is able to distract for Jeff Jarrett to take control. Jarrett is able to hang Hector on the ropes and then drop a leg on him. Mm-hmm. Fantastic business. Hector's selling is great because he gets raked in the eyes <laughs> and he literally just goes, Ow! <laughs> And then he takes a chop the next minute, and then he's just like, oof! Oof! <laughs> there was one Hector moment that fucking mm. just got me. Um, there's uh, one point Jeff Jarrett comes into the match, mm. and he's showboating, yes. and he gets up on the turnbuckles, and he's showboating to the crowd. And Hector's just standing in the <laughs> ring. <laughs> Just waiting for him to finish. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, once Jeff Jarrett comes down from the turnbuckles, he's going to, you know, sneak shot him or something. And Jeff Jarrett comes down and then he's like, all right, let's rest. So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? You see, and even when Jeff Jarrett starts doing his strut, you know, Hector just does like a little Ollie shuffle. You know, he just does a little Ollie shuffle. You know, Hector Guerrero is fantastic. Uh, Jeff Jarrett gets Hector Guerrero down, goes for a figure four, but Chavo delivers a dropkick in order to stop it. Mm-hmm. Malingo gets in and delivers an electric chair drop. He gets the cloverleaf in, and Malingo wins. That's it. Bing, bang, boom. It. I done think they're done. forgetting that it's We're three hours. No, there's not enough time. God damn there's not enough time. Uh, after the... the after the match, Jeff is strutting his stuff. That's right. And he's telling Dean, come on, come mm-hmm. get get in here. Yeah, let's get let's in do here. our Strut thing. With me. 
And Dean's like, I will kill you. Yes. And everyone that you love. <laughs> and he walks away. Speaking of killing with everyone that he loves, we are at the ringside with mean by God, Gene. Okay. Who is there with this. the Raven? Okay. I thought you were going to take this way darker. No, no, no. That's for you. Jesus. <laughs> that's for you to do. Uh, mean Gene with the Raven. Uh, who's trying to again get a word with Raven? I'm expecting a, a angelic poem from mm-hmm. Raven. I'm expecting him to get up and and serenade us with his words of wisdom. But instead, we get Stevie Richards. Yes, Stevie <laughs> Richards is here. He's got a contract. He's been working with Turner for the last 14 days to get him a contract that is suitable for the quality of Raven. He wants to bring Raven into WCW with Stevie. A true friend. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Raven gets up, doesn't even look at the contract, and spits on Stevie Richards. (laughs) Spits and pushes him down. Yeah. Stevie gets up. Everybody's cheering for Raven. (laughs) Even though he just spat and pushed on an innocent man. And then he goes to punch Stevie in the face. Stevie catches it. He says... Nope, you're not going to beat me up anymore. You're not going to do this to me. And Raven just says, all right. Walks out. (laughs) Listen, this, uh, I have the same, like the same thing that I have with Bray Wyatt, I have with Raven. Just Mm. get to what you're trying to tell me already. Like, I love Raven to death. I have no idea what's going on. Mm. Uh, Stevie Richards sounded like a a battered, like, so weird. he just, like a, a battered housewife that her husband's yeah. just been cheating on her all the time. He's just like, bizarre. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Even Gene was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. What am I we getting really, myself into? We really didn't resolve anything. And uh, Raven is a kooky guy. Yeah. So Raven, <laughs> Raven walks away. Stevie Richards walks away and me and Gene's just like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I'm too old for this <laughs> shit. <laughs> Match number three is the giant takes on three yokel locals. <laughs> All right. The giant is uh, Yeah, so he faces a, a, a guy named Joey Mags. Yes, Joey Mags. A guy named Lenny Lane. That's right. And Scott Diamore. Demore. Is he the Scott Demore? He's the yeah. ref, right? Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool, yeah, cool, he's cool, the manager cool, cool. that turned into owning TNA. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's where I've seen, I yeah. fucking saw that name, and I'm like, where have I seen yeah. that name before? Scott Demore. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Three local yokels mm-hmm. versus the giant. The giant is this going to be, be facing Macho Man or Randy Savage at Road Wild yeah. in Sturgis. And um, in classic wrestling fashion, yes. you know, the, the, the trio has the handicap advantage that's right but instead they decide to <laughs> attack individually <laughs> one by one yeah. the way bigger opponent mm-hmm. um and of course that failed because I mean, why would that work it worked out very well for them <laughs> i mean they all got to go into the corner together uh the giant could splash them but it proved ineffective you know they were able to take a lie down they were able to have a bit of a nap okay they were making it look easy for him so the giant then uh you know they they allowed themselves they offered themselves up for for choke slams didn't even fight it no no, no they didn't fight 
They didn't fight. They allowed it to happen. It, it was very graceful, both up and down. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when he went to pin, one of the guys was like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm a bit too far. Let me scoot over. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you yeah. can actually properly pin yeah. me. What's funny is that when the giant slams, like choke slams Joey Maggs, uh, Scott Demore has already been choke slammed, but he sells the landing. <laughs> Of Joey Bags. So he like flops up into the air as Joey Bags gets put down. And so so the giant um the giant does the choke slam, pins all three men. Uh it was about a minute and a half. Yeah. And then of course uh, Macho Man right there on the mic. Very much like when he was with DDP. and he was able to get two sentences out before yeah. Macho Man is up there. On the ramp, brother, 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 brother. Yeah, he 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 basically says, you know, a giant out of control is cool. Yeah, because that means the madness is going to be in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And uh, he says, you, know? you stay up there, brother, because you don't want none of the madness. And then what does the giant do? Gets right out of the ring. He's like, I want some of that madness. He wants some of that madness right now. He's got the crazy eyes. And Savage is like, no, 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 no. Later. Cut to commercial. <laughs> Cut to commercial right now. Luger hype package. Yes. Which is literally just his theme music. With just spliced in with him just doing some things. Listen, this is a uh, uh, like this is what I feel Vince McMahon just watches on a loop. Mm. <laughs> just Lex Luger flexing for no I reason. Mean, you say that. But he did, like, nothing to keep Lex Luger under contract. In 1995, he just let that man leave. (laughs) And then never brought him back. Listen, Vince loves big, beefy men, and he loves money. But not Lex Luger, apparently. Because he loves money. He wasn't going to pay Lex Luger. Weird. Like, I can find other big, beefy men. I don't need you. That's the beefy man. Blonde hair. He wanted eyes. them beefier. No expression on the face. <laughs> Amazing. Oh. It's incredible. Match number four. Your favorite tag team, buddy. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. favorite tag team in the world. Public high enemy. voltage. <laughs> <laughs> because it's high voltage. Yes. Taking on the public enemy. Uh, the public enemy come out. And um, they set up a table on the outside. Yeah. And um, and that, uh, to, sorry, that to mm. me was like the dumbest thing you can do mm. as a wrestler. They yeah. set up the table before the match even starts. That's right. During so, the entrance. Yeah. So yeah. now everyone's attention and even my attention, no one cares about this match anymore. No. This match is gone. Yeah. Everyone's just like, what What? What are you guys going to do with the table? Mm. Why did you guys set up the table? What's yeah. going to happen with the table? Well, the thing that very much upset me was that uh, these uh, two guys that are in incredible shape, mm-hmm. Kenny Chaos and Robbie Rage, are about to be, um, you know, they're about to die because of these two worthless fucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Because, of course, Rage gets knocked down by Rocco, mm-hmm. but then uh, Chaos is able to take advantage for a little bit. A springboard clothesline from behind... By Rage is able to take uh, take a uh, rock or rock down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rage and Chaos are able to double team for a little bit on Rocco, uh, but Rage then misses both a flying nothing 
and an elbow drop. Yeah. Misses them both. And then Public Enemy uh, are able to get in. They're double teaming. They do a double bulldog yep. to that of Kenny Chaos. Chaos then moves uh, Robbie Rage. Once they go outside, Robbie Rage is placed onto the table. Rock Rock runs. He's going for a senton over the top, going to plant him through the table. But thankfully, Kenny Chaos is able to move Robbie Rage. Rocco then goes through the table. Leg drop by Robbie Rage to uh, Johnny Grunge once both men are back into the ring. Uh, but then Grunge moves out of the clothesline, so a miscommunication between these two great-looking beefy stars yep. that look like you could put a rocket to them and they could be a good <laughs> mid-card top or mid-card tag mm-hmm. team because they look great. But instead, this fat fuck Johnny Grunge... <laughs> <laughs> Rolls up Kenny Chaos to to win. Yeah, and and what's so disappointing about that is that uh, they had the the man advantage, mm. so there there was there they could have pinned Public Enemy and it would have made sense. Yeah, you know Public Enemy gets the you know whatever the fuck WCW has for them. Yeah, they can keep doing that because you know doesn't matter. They had the uh, high voltage had the man advantage. It That's was right. a lucky lucky thing. Yeah, but no, they were like no the. No. Public enemy has Still to win. Still gonna lose anyway. Yeah. Uh, high voltage, then beat down the public for just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we don't have any more time for that. We cut to commercial. <laughs> All they have is time for that. No time. No time. All they have. Cut to commercial. No time. No time. Uh, the Nitro Girls. Yep, they're back. They're doing their little dance. But who's that? <laughs> who's that at the, at the corner? Just in the corner. Just just peering. Just peering in. He's got the belt on. Yep. He's doing the dance. It's none other than the Wunderkin. Alex it's Alex Wright. Wright the <laughs> new cruiserweight champion. And I've I've never uh I've never seen an Alex Wright match. I didn't even know who Alex Wright was. And Did this you? was my first introduction to Alex Wright. Yeah. Him Getting down dance. with the Nitro Girls. Right. Wearing the title. Uh, did you listen to the theme song? Have a listen. Have a listen right here. love it did you Jesus love the theme Christ. song because i find it amazing Just... <laughs> uh, listen to this song as, as he's as he's getting down as he's mm-hmm. boogieing as yeah. he's partying yeah mean gene grabs him and he's like get, get over here yes. stop yes get over please here. stop keep your day job uh then he uh alex right here he asks uh, question to Alex, and Alex begins to answer in German, and uh, Mean Gene is just like, cut it out with the weasel snitch. <laughs> Alright? We speak English here in America. 
I honestly was waiting for him to be like, we speak American yeah. over here. I was like, God damn. So Alex then uh, cuts Bravo on Chris Jericho, who is going to be fighting at Red Wild. Yep. It sounds like a stack card, man. It, do- <laughs> <laughs> it does. This promo is terrible, though, but it does sound like a really, yes. really interesting card. That's right. Um, yeah. So he says he's going to fight Chris Jericho. He's going to beat him up. Uh, then um, <laughs> Gene Okerlund says, I believe you're going to understand this, my friend. Oh, Vita Zane. And Alex Wright is like, are you trying to speak German right now? <laughs> All you Americans are stupid. Are you trying to speak German? This one. What gives you the right? All of you Americans are stupid. You couldn't speak German. And then he dances his way to the ring for the next match. This which one. is Alex Wright versus Scotty Riggs. Yes. And in the interest of sharing the load. Oh, boy. Just John is going to take us through. All right. I got you. Um, Alex Wright in the ring. And as soon as Scotty gets in the ring, uh, Alex starts attacking him. Real hard, real hot start. Uh, Alex lands a jumping heel kick right off the bat. Both men brawl on the outside before Scotty lands a diving double axe handle on Alex. Uh, back in the ring, Scotty's in control of the match for a bit. He goes for a, a, a top rope move, but Alex hits the the rope to trip him and take back the momentum with a scoop slam. Yes. After some back and forth, Scotty manages to get uh, to get Alex to the top rope, but Alex reverses Scotty, sending him to the ground, and then Alex lands just a beautiful missile drop kick for the win. Again, yes. very simple match, maybe like a minute, two minutes. <laughs> Someone has to tell these wrestlers that they have three hours to work with. No, no, no. No, <laughs> there's, there's no time. There's no time. As we move into hour number two, Bobby the Brain Heenan is here. Mm-hmm. Yes. The sad thing is that there's not very much to say on commentary. Okay. No, no real highlights from the commentary team tonight. No, Everybody no. is just kind of doing basic shit. Yeah, because there's not much for them to work with no, here. There really isn't. There's just not there's, much for them to work with. Nothing here. to talk about. Yeah. All right, but Mean Gene is back. He says. Uh, you know, here tonight, Palace of All Hills. They're working Mean time. Gene. They're, They're working Mean Gene to tonight, boy. Bone. God to damn. the bone. But they say, uh, you know, Detroit won a Stanley Cup here this year. Okay, they brought home a Stanley Cup. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And here comes Lex Luger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lex Luger comes out. He cuts a very, very stilted and generic promo. Listen, I'm telling you, all the promos on this card is, oh, ooh, my opponent sucks. But I mean, <laughs> this this one here, like, it, did you notice that uh, Lex Luger, when he's trying to remember his lines, he just points at the camera <laughs> and he just holds his finger in the same position? Because he's like, listen, tonight I did a, I did a lot of work. <laughs> Worked real hard. You know what this feels like? <laughs> this feels like he was chilling in the back, just waiting for for his match. And someone like grabbed him. I was like, yeah, yeah, come, 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 come. come. <laughs> we need you for like two seconds. We need you for like two seconds. <laughs> this is what the whole time I was like, did they like just bring him out? Like, like what's happening? Because he does this stilted promo. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, I'm going to win the title. <laughs> and he's out of here. He's Damn. done. Match number six, and conveniently, it is six 
pack that is oh. taking on Chris Benoit. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I did. Ah, oh, that's so corny. I didn't even notice that. A six at match number six. Get the go. fuck out of here. Uh, we haven't seen six in a while mm-hmm. on our on our timeline. He has been injured, I believe. He had a little bit of a shoulder injury, uh, but he's back and ready to go. Yep. Chris Benoit comes out to an absolutely monstrous pop. Just a huge ovation for Chris Benoit. <laughs> um, quick moves to start as Benoit is able to knock down Six with a clothesline. Six follows back with a spinning heel kick. Benoit is able to fire up and delivers a suicide dive to Six on the outside. Mm-hmm. Six knocks Benoit on the top rope and gets him trapped in the tree of woe. Six then does a reverse Bronco Buster while, uh, you know, Chris Benoit is hung up at the tree of well. He, he leaps in, but he does a Bronco Buster to the to the midsection. Okay. You know, so that, that earns him a, that earns him a, a gay slur chant. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the 90s, I don't believe you. Uh, yeah. So then Six is able to uh, get him down, delivers two leg drops, but he misses a top rope move, mm-hmm. and Chris Benoit begins to fight back. Big back body drop and a snap suplex by Chris Benoit only gets a two. Uh, Six then heads up to the top rope, but Benoit is able to knock him down. He sets up for a back suplex when all of a sudden Jeff Jarrett comes out and attacks Chris Benoit for the DQ, mm-hmm. but never mind that shit. Because here comes Mongo. <laughs> and then Dean comes out. A brawl ensues between all four. It's a very rare occurrence where NWO takes a back seat to a WCW storyline because yeah. Six disappears. Yeah. <laughs> a brawl ensues. Both men are able, or all four men are separated as they uh, continue to, to, you know, hype for, for Road Wild. Commercial! Uh, <laughs> Match seven. Oh, hold on. Hang on. What happened? What? Nitro Girls. Oh, my God. No, no. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Nitro Girls. <laughs> All right. Nitro What's Girls that? come back. All right. We get a little 30 seconds with them. Uh, Tony Schiavone at this point is now begging for the Nitro Girls to come over to the commentary booth at least once. Whoa. Mm. I missed the why, why Shivani being horny on live TV. Just, What's going on? He just wants an Nitro girl. Jesus. Uh, now, match number seven. Yes. Booker T mm-hmm. with his brother Stevie Ray versus. Right. Taking on. Fucking Vincent. Vincent of the NWO. A the pillar of the New World <laughs> Order. They're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> like, honestly, they have three hours. They mm-hmm. could. They could stretch some of these matches out. None of these this matches, doesn't need to happen at all. <laughs> none of these matches have been important. A lot of filler on this three-hour show, and it is really starting to show. Yeah. <laughs> because Booker T takes Vincent down with an elbow, then gets a clothesline by Stevie Ray, mm-hmm. does Vincent on the outside, uh, throws Vincent back in, Harlem sidekick, victory. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> And listen, I thought I thought that like the first hour was just like mm. dark matches. Mm. Like they're like, fuck it, we're just gonna film our dark episodes yeah. live. Mm-hmm. But no, like this is yeah. the entire fucking <laughs> show. Like this is match seven yeah. out of thirteen. <laughs> the Harlem Heat are going to be taking oh, who are they taking on at Road Wild? They said, but they said it too quickly. 
Um, uh, not the is Stein, no, not no, the Steiners. No, I think it's uh, members of the NWO. I think it's Vicious and Delicious. I think it's Buff Bagwell and Scott Norton. Um, but anyway, inconsequential. Harlem Heat just gets a quick win. Uh, they beat the bejesus out of Vincent, throw him out of the ring. Uh, thank you for coming, Vincent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Mean Gene is back. That's right, he's that back. Poor old man. Back with a vengeance. Uh, <laughs> with Diamond Dallas Page, who is hyping his match against Flair tonight. Mm-hmm. But this is an absolute banger of a promo. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you, you can hear it here. Certainly gone down to the history books. He's a 13-time WCW heavyweight champion. Here tonight on Nitro Live, you're going to be facing the nature boy, Ric Flair. I don't know if this guy has been courting Kurt Hennig to be one of the horsemen, but it's something to consider. You know, Gino, most of my life, people thought I was conceited. But after they've seen what happens, I think they re- realized that I'm not conceited, I'm convinced. I know where I'm going, and I know how to get there. And how I got here was by busting my chops every night, giving 120% in that ring. Listen to this crowd, the chant of DVP. They know. The bottom line is there's another guy that's been giving 120% in that ring for over 20 years. And I respect him as a wrestler more than he'd ever believe. But the bottom line is this. We haven't had a personal issue, me and Flair, because we think alike, I thought. He hates Hogan, I hate Hogan. He hates Savage, I hate Savage. But recently, he's been courting Kurt Henning, and I hate Kurt Henning. So, the way I see it, you are a four horseman, Henning. So now I see what you're trying to do. You think you're gonna feed me the flare tonight? and I won't make it to Sturgis? I don't think so. Flair, remember this. You may have my respect, but I have your number. Bang! Henning is being courted by the Four Horsemen. Damn fine promo. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page is ready for Ric Flair tonight. But before that, it is match number eight. That's right. We got... Wrath mm-hmm. again with James Vanderberg. Vanderberg is Vanderberg back again. Versus the Barbarian. Barbarian. <laughs> the bab. For reasons. Yeah, for bragging rights. I guess. There's too much on the line. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wrath versus Bar- Barbarian. Uh, and this match honestly wasn't terrible. I, I liked for the four minutes we got. Mm-hmm. I was. I was <laughs> <laughs> After all, we like the other seven matches we got. I was like, you know what? This is decent. This okay. isn't. This isn't terrible. Right. It was an old, old-fashioned just hoss fight uh-huh. uh, with both men just landing big chops on each other back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to the outside for a little bit. Uh, the barbarian throws Wrath into the steps and into the ring post. Yes. Uh, back in the ring, the barbarian lands some combinations in the corner. Followed by a big power slam on on Wrath, and he's in full control. And and as he goes for uh, to the top rope, uh, he is about to hit Wrath with what looks like a double axe handle. I'm not sure because it's a flying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
because Raph catches him midair and hits the the uh, the death penalty. Sorry mm-hmm. for the win. Okay. Um, after the bell, Raph's staring down the barbarian. Yes. But then Ming By comes God. out. Here comes to me. huge Haku chance. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he saves his tag partner from further beatings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic match. One Just star. Absolute barn burner. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> so far it's the best we've got all night. <laughs> I, would, I would disagree. I Which, thought Ben One Six was pretty all right, good. But I didn't watch that one. Well, so. <laughs> so. You have to watch the fucking shows. <laughs> so out of every other match except for that one, this was decent. The Steiner Brothers are interviewed. Uh, DiBiase. Yes, because the another, aside from the JJ shit and the uh, Hogan stuff, mm. commentary would not shut the fuck up about Steiner's <laughs> having... A secret, yeah. uh, 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 got a, an important announcement. An, an, an announcement that's gonna shake NWO. Yeah, and it was fucking DiBiase. It was. It was, it was Ted, Ted DiBiase. DiBiase. He's back after months of not yeah. being on TV. Trillionaire Ted, who yep. we have not seen yep. since again Spring Stampede. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. DiBiase is now rolling with the Steiner brothers. Yep. He's aligned himself with the Steiners. Yes. He said he had to take a look back. He had to take a step back in the mirror. He had to humble himself. He had to realize that, you know, everybody's got a price. But it's not It's not that everybody's got a price. It's that everybody pays a price for the actions that they that they make, for the actions that they take. Oh, no. Okay? And he's made a lot of mistakes. Okay? He's paid a lot of dues. All right? His father died in the ring. Which came out of left field. I had no idea about that. I was that. not ready for that. Yeah. I had to do some somber research. I had no idea that was a thing. When he like, said that, I was like, wait. Good is, heavens. Is this part of your promo or is this for real? Yeah, you uh, like, he might have let that slip. <laughs> but yeah, none of this explains why he's with the Steiners. But whatever. But he's saying he's going to take down the NWO from within. He's going mm. to start by taking the WWF titles. But Gene is able to stop him before he says the WWF because he's saying World Wrestling Federation. He's like so close. And Gene is like, are you trying to say, sir, <laughs> that the Steiners are going to take the WCW titles? And he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> The outsiders arrive. Yeah. Uh, uh, they talk some shit. And they say that the only reason that Ted DiBiase is now with the Steiners is so that they have somebody to read the menus while they're on the road. <laughs> yeah, this is... Um, I want this feud to end. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing the Steiners feud with Holland Nash. Listen, they haven't gotten their win back yet. Okay, <laughs> the Steiners are way back at the Super Bowl. All right. Listen. They were killed twice. At, at <laughs> some point, they have to give another someone else. Mm. Well, the hyping of more hogs and the fact that Hog Wild is coming up. All right. Sturgis, yep. Road Wild, Hogs, commercial. Uh, when, <laughs> when we return, right, we have the Nitro Girls. Oh <laughs> And then, of course, it's match numero nine. It's Conan. It's the K-Dog. <laughs> Isn't this your other favorite wrestler? Yeah, you love K- Conan. It's the K-Bizzle. 
Yep. And he's taking on psychosis mm-hmm. with his manager, Sonny. Oh no. Yeah, Sonny Bono. Sonny Bono. Conan is part of the NWO. Also, Psychosis has the loudest fucking pyro. It, it what the fuck? That I was watching this with my headphones on, yeah. and that shit almost blew my fucking ear. Horrible. Horrible. Because Conan is awful. <laughs> In every aspect of his journey, he is awful. Uh K-Dog with the ground and pound early. He mm-hmm. delivers the rolling clothesline and then he delivers a snap air with a with a drop kick. Yep. You know, that's the Conan special. That's that's all that you get. That's, that's um it. psychosis then. Let me show you how Lucha Libre is done. He goes up to the top rope, delivers a spinning heel kick from the top. Yeah. Looks beautiful. Yep. But he only gets a two. It's a fair, shame. Fair. It's a shame. But, you know, maybe they're giving them some time to work. So, you know. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Psychosis then delivers a very weak springboard moonsault. Mm-hmm. Like, he practically, like, it's as if he gave him a soft hug. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, that only gets a two count as well. Yep. Conan then, of course, catches Psychosis coming off the ropes with a uh, catch DDT. Uh, puts him in the tequila sunrise and wins. This this one disappointed me. Like my the, like I was already disappointed. Like mm. there was no way the show was gonna like bring me back. Yeah. But this this one just it just hit a little way. <laughs> just hit a little too hard. Right. There's no and no you. I don't care who the Booker is. There is not a universe where Conan should go over psychosis mm. clean. Yeah. That was in two and a half. In two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio comes out on crutches because he is supposed to be facing the K-Dog mm-hmm. at Road Wild. Yep. Um, he says, uh, you know, like uh, the commentary is like, Jesus Christ. Like this boy, this boy ain't ready. This boy is still hurting. This boy is <laughs> this not, is, he's not ready to compete. This is the thing about all that. He doesn't even have a boot on. No. He, he's good. He's yeah. just like. Walking yeah. with with the crutches, and I'm yeah. like, he doesn't have a, like a the like the boot that they put on you when you break your your yeah, ankle. Yeah. No, he's just he has some sneakers on, some yeah. jeans. I'm like, yeah. oh. it's, it's all a, it's all a mess. <laughs> Rey Mysterio comes in, K man, K man, kicks kicks one of the crutches, mm-hmm. and then Rey Mysterio nails him with the other. Rey Mysterio is fine. It's a <laughs> swerve, an ultimate swerve. <laughs> Rey Mysterio knocking Conan out with a crutch. He goes to the camera. He says, he's not Rasa. He's not Rasa. And Road Wild, I'll tell you who's Rasa. It's going to be me. You're not Rasa. You're never Rasa. (laughs) What does Rasa mean? Uh, Race. Race. Yeah. Like He's not like... He's not race. He's not like part of he's our. He's not race. He's not part of like the Mexican race. Okay. Like okay. he's not. Like they they have a like a, a the, the, it's the actual translation is race, but they yeah. use it as like you know as like to identify. It's like their N word. Oh, okay. It's okay. like oh, I'm Rasa. Yeah, Rasa. Yeah. Rasa. Okay. But like if you said like <laughs> oh I'm Rasa, they'll be like bitch. It sounds like- you sounds like uh, it sounds like Bane's theme in The Dark Knight Rising, you know, like hey, Rasa, Rasa, Jesus Rasa, Christ! Rasa. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, Rasa, Rasa. There is our Mexican audience. God, damn. and your match number ten. Are you kidding me? No. 
<laughs> no, there's no way. Are you kidding what me? Did I, what, is, what did I miss? It is Glacier and Ernest. Oh, I thought I missed something. No, you should be happy. Yeah. Yes, it's Glacier and Ernest versus Silver, Silver King, King and Damien. Damien, I didn't even know was Damien until like th two minutes into this match when they finally oh. said his name. Because at first I put down Silver King and then question mark. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what I did to deserve this. Pun I thought we were done doing punishment videos. Right, Jesus Christ. But it just keeps fucking getting worse. All right. So Glacier and Ernest Miller have the worst fucking entrance mm -hmm. in the history of entrances. Yes. And now the, like that they're a thing when they get into the ring, like there's a spotlight and they like yeah. start doing like karate poses mm -hmm. and they look like the two biggest dorks mm -hmm. in the fucking world. And what's ridiculous is, is that during the Mortis match in the first match, they were like, Mortis, he's gotten a lot of uh, victories over recent weeks. He actually uh, broke the streak of Glacier. So, you know, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a turd sandwich now. Oh. And now <laughs> And now fast forward to number 10, and they're getting a featured match. Jeez. Right before... Wait, was this at the start of Hour 3, or was this right before Hour right 3? Right before Hour 3. Right? This was right before yes, Hour 3. Right so, yeah. before Hour 3. So, uh... Well, this would have been a main event. Mm -hmm. on Oh, Lord. Of Hour number 2. Jesus. Yes. Uh, Glacier with the trip up on Silver King. Glacier knocked down, but is back up pretty quick and takes down both men, both the King and Damien. Miller is in now. Uh, double team on Ernest Miller right away. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Ernest doesn't even register it. He delivers some sloppy karate kicks, grabs an arm bar, and it's one of the worst arm bars I've ever seen applied. But that does not stop Ernest Miller. That does not stop the cat. <laughs> Wait, um, what do they call him in the <laughs> on commentary? Uh, fuck the 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 big cat or yes, some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right now he's the big cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, Silver King misses a dropkick, and Miller still sells the dropkick. Miller then gets back True up. professional. Yeah, gets back up, gets onto the top rope, uh, does like a spin kick thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. knocks down karate, karate. Yep. picks up the win in this horrid match. And then after, after the match, mm. they're again standing in the middle of the ring. Yeah spotlight yeah. this time snow's falling That's right. and they're doing their dumb little poses yeah. and commentary commentary goes another big win mm. for glacier and the cat yeah. and i i paused the show i needed to take a minute <laughs> it was it was too much at that point i was like yeah no one's taking this serious i'm this, not i don't care <laughs> like, this was intense this was the main event for hour two i was like i don't give a shit this was very intense to get through <laughs> Eric Bischoff coming out again. Mm -hmm. uh, Eric Bischoff now, he wants to address what happened to him between the Giant and Larry Zabisco. Because uh, a while back, Eric Bischoff was running away from the Giant. But then Larry Zabisco, the living legend, mm -hmm. threw Eric Bischoff back to the ring in order for the Giant to plant him with a chokeslam. So mm -hmm. Eric Bischoff says... Uh, he calls out J.J. Dillon first. J.J. Dillon comes comes running out, you know, running, <laughs> jogging as fast as man can jog. Uh, he gets into the ring, 
he's he's very cocky, very arrogant. He doesn't even doesn't even face Eric Bischoff at first. Yep. He's standing almost shoulder shoulder to him. Also, he has one of the greatest names in wrestling. Dylan. Yeah, JJ Dylan. JJ. If I ever were to become a wrestler, that would have been my name. James J Dylan. James J Dylan. Okay. Even the long version sounds cool <laughs> as shit to me. <laughs> Sorry, now back to the telescope. It's fine. I have to let everyone know. Thank you. Big JJ guy over here. Okay, very good, very good. Uh, Eric will sue the giant. He'll sue him. He'll take all his money. He'll sue him if he even looks at him funny. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Eric um, then says that, um, you know, if Larry, if Larry tries anything, okay, if he, he gets... Involved with me ever again. I'm not. I'm not gonna sue Larry. All right. I'm not gonna sue him. I'm just gonna kick him in the fucking face. <laughs> oh my god. That's, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna kick him right in his goddamn face. And um, JJ Dillon says, "All right, no problem, pal." Uh, and walks out. <laughs> And, and I'm, I'm confused because wasn't he supposed to have a contract for Sting? No time. It was no no time. They only no, have no his time. time. Three hours. Commercial. Commercial. Oh my god. Uh, all they have is time. Commercial. Today. Commercial. When we come back, <laughs> when we come back, we are into hour number three. Yes. Okay. And hour number three kicks it off with Ric Flair. Versus Diamond Dallas Page, and I'm like, okay, finally, we're we're it's n- we should have a little something. Yes, this okay. <laughs> this is the actual show. That's right. Yes. The other two hours were nothing. Yeah. The this hour is the actual yeah, show. That's the one. Yeah. So it should be a decent match. We have Ric Flair coming down to the ring. Uh, he's looking back at the entranceway, and all of a sudden, here comes Kurt Hennig. Yep. Uh, Ric Flair goes up. They shake hands. Kurt Hennig walks to the back. Oh, intrigue. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh Lord! What about that drama? <laughs> um, yes. So Ric Flair gets a knockdown. He throws a slap. He gets one back from Diamond Dallas. Mm-hmm. DDP backs up uh, Flair with some punches and bunches, and then delivers a backdrop as well. Mm-hmm. Flair tries to slow it down. It goes right to the eyeballs. Just ba bam, double eyes, right to the dome. Uh, but then. He gets a sit-out powerbomb from hell by Diamond Dallas. Yes. That shit looked like it hurt like a Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it, 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 was, it looked so gnarly that Kurt Henning was like, whoa, yeah. whoa. Kurt Henning had, had to had, run down. Yeah. He had to run down. And as he's running down, commercial commercial. Yes. When we come back, Ric Flair is in control. This <laughs> pissed me off so much. Because they didn't even do like a like WWE does now that they do like a little re- they nope. did nothing they were just nope. like uh, welcome back so Ric Flair's in control now yeah. after almost being yeah. broken in half from yeah. a power bomb. And Ric Flair I'm not delivers. gonna tell you how it happened though <laughs> he's in charge now. Ric Flair delivers a stiff ass chop to Diamond mm-hmm. Dallas Page uh, and then a back elbow to the Diamond as well. Uh, but DDP is able to send Ric Flair off the top rope, of course, it mm-hmm. never works. Mm-hmm. And then a swinging neckbreaker by Diamond Dallas. Kurt is able to distract, and then Ric Flair is able to clip the leg. Uh, DDP manages a spinning clothesline, but Ric Flair is able to keep control and gets in the figure four leg lock, but only for a moment. Yeah. DDP gets the rope. 
DDP blocks the suplex and then brings Flair in with it. Okay, so from the inside to the outside. Yep. From the outside yeah. to the inside. Uh, and I, I love commentary because as Rick was trying to do it, they're like, he's trying to suplex him into the crowd. I'm like, that's that's impossible. <laughs> like, I love that you guys are trying, but that would have been crazy. <laughs> DDP is then able to lock in the figure four. Uh, the referee gets poked in the eye by the nature boy, Kurt Henning comes running in. Yeah, this this and this, he gets rolled up. Yeah, small package. <laughs> this is one of those moments where you have to see to like understand what went down. Because mm. uh, he's in the figure four. Uh, ref comes to check, pokes yeah. him in the eye. Move. Kurt's trying to break it up mm-hmm. and somehow gets put into a schoolboy. <laughs> While the man's still in the figure four, That's right. and then gets sent to the outside, and then on the outside he's like, "What? What? What just yeah, happened? What, what? What went down?" It all makes sense to me. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> but uh, Flair is able to get out. They're doing some back and forth. Ric Flair gets up and over the top rope. Uh, goes to the other side. Tries to come off, but gets nailed with a flying clothesline by Diamond Dallas Page. Then picked up for the uh, you know Powell Driver based face yeah, buster. Yeah. They still I don't, don't have know a name. What for that it. name is? They don't have a name for it. Yeah. <laughs> Even uh, commentaries are like he hit him with the thing. Yeah. And then Kurt Henning comes in. Match is called off. It's a DQ finish, but DDP is able to fight off both men. It's DDP versus Kurt Henning at Road Wild. Yeah. Um. The uh, Kurt Henning comes in with the. I, I think back in in the last pay per view they mm. called it the hand protector because yes. it wasn't a brass yeah. knuckle. <laughs> uh, then DDP picks it up. Yeah. And then he passes it to the ref. He's like, yeah. I don't need this shit. Both of you come over yeah. here. Yeah. And they do a little brawl. They do a little back and forth. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the first actual proper match mm-hmm. is a fucking DQ because well, yeah. you know exactly. You know. And then you know again how commercial. Did- how did WCW commercial, fail? Commercial! <laughs> commercial! <laughs> Baffling. We don't have time. We don't have time. Not enough time. Match number 12. Jesus. Yes. This is so long. <laughs> <laughs> yes, match number 12. Los Villanos versus Los Hector. Villanos. Versus Hector Garza. Mm-hmm. And uh, Liz Mark junior mm-hmm. this is villano four and five yes villano four and five Vigiano? As... V- yeah. Vigiano? yes you, you say Vigiano? it is Vigiano. that sounds very like italian i'm not gonna lie. Well, all right well how do you say it? villano jesus christ all right we'll go villano then i mean you can call it no Vigiano. no 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 we'll go villano yeah, i mean you're the spanish correspondent <laughs> no, so that. i mean in the interest of sharing the load this is on you Jano. <laughs> But, so, um, Villano you, 4 and 5. You've got the Spanish Lucha Mucha. All right? Yes. You've got that down. <laughs> so, you go so, with, with the Vaginos. So, Los Vaginos. With the Vaginos 4 and 5. 4 and 5. Because <laughs> 1 and 2 are retired and right. 3 is doing 3 things. Yes. Taking on Hector Garza and Lismar Jr. <laughs> and this is a match of uh, four second generation talents. Uh, the Vigianos being the sons of Ray Mendoza, uh, Hector being the son of Humberto Garza, and Lismark being the son of Lismark. Uh, Lucha fans would know who that is. Uh-huh. Uh, Hector and Lismark are in control early with quick tags and high pace offense. After an arm drag, uh, Lismark goes for the pin, but uh, one of the Vigiano brothers, I'm not gonna 
see who's who's who. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> he breaks up the pin. Um, and now they start uh, to get some offense in, which is, is not something you want as they're the technically the tag team specialist. Yeah. Um, and the Vigianos are in full control, beating up Hector on the outside. Uh, back in the ring, Hector gets enough space to tag in Lismark, uh, who takes out one of the Vigianos with a drop kick, while Hector takes out the other one with an arm drag, followed by another drop kick. Uh, now both Vigianos are on the outside. Lismark then lands a diving crossbody from the top rope to the outside, taking out one of one of the Vigianos. And Hector hits a diving corkscrew plancha to, uh, on the outside yes. uh, to wiping everyone else out. Uh, back in the ring, Lismark hits Vigiano with a tilt-the-world backbreaker. But before he can go for the pin, the ref gets distracted because uh, I guess uh, Hector was complaining about something. Yeah. Uh, he gets distracted and we get to see a, a, a little twin magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little switcheroo. Yeah, a little switcheroo. Yeah. Lismark goes back for the pin, gets rolled up. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Yes. Very decent match. High-paced lucha action. Mm. Uh, I actually enjoyed this match. Even the ending. I haven't seen Twin Magic since, like, the Usos were baby faces, like, way back. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of cool to see Twin Magic again. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I will say, um, I mean, the Villanos are easy to, to, to peg because one of them is showing an outrageous amount of chest. <laughs> <laughs> What's an outrageous amount of chest? Because the one, the, one, the one guy has got the singlet and it's, like, patched to the, to the neck. Yeah, yeah. To the top of the neck. And then the other one, their, their thing goes, like, down to the navel of the belly button but that's <laughs> just a lot of but chest. When, you, when, <laughs> when you're a referee and you're in the moment uh-huh. you know it, it's all blur they're all just you know I'm, I'm just like, i would notice that <laughs> chest. <laughs> listen, listen, outrageous chest. listen once you're in there and that adrenaline hits you you know you everything looks mexican to you because i mean as soon as he rolled outside the ring all i saw was chest. <laughs> And I had to call shenanigans. <laughs> no. It was all so quick. He, he didn't have time to process. J.J. Dillon has a contract. Yes. He's got an offer for Sting. He says it's been one year since Sting has spoken. It's been one year since we've talked about Sting. And Listen, I wasn't here when everybody turned their back on Sting, okay? I wasn't here. Yep. This has got nothing to do with me. But I am here to rectify this situation because we need Sting back in the ring if we're going to take it to this NWO debacle, this shenanigans. So listen, Sting, I've got a contract here for you because I know that you hate the NWO because you've stood side by side with WCW since Uncensored, right? Since since March. So I've got a contract here because we need you back for the NWO. So I want to get you in the ring. <laughs> I have a contract. And Sting comes out. Monster pop, of course. Okay. He gets into the ring, and, and JJ is very happy. He's grinning from ear to ear. He's like, I got him. He's going to sign this contract where, where, that'll make him be side by side with the WCW as we take on the NWO. My contract offer for you is to fight NWO member. Nope. I'm going to fight. Card 
all that build up, all that build up for that. And Sting, he doesn't even read the contract. He just rips it up. No shit. Just, just rips it, <laughs> throws it away, and leaves. And J.J. Dillon is like, I'm not giving up on this. I'll, I'll figure out what it is that I'll you want. I'll fix him. <laughs> I'll figure out what it is that you want. Meanwhile, massive Hogan chance. <laughs> oh, my God. Because they very clearly know that Sting wants Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> And JJ is just like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Maybe if I add Vincent into the mix somewhere, I'll get him. I'll get to the bottom of this, okay? Uh, yes, and then Nitro Girls. Mm-hmm. And this time, the Nitro Girls are up with the commentary booth. They they did it. They did it. And Horny then, Tony gets his wish. And Tony Giovanni is up there. He's dancing with the girls. He's saying, if my wife's watching, go to bed. <laughs> Because we're having fun. Oh, the 90s was the greatest time to be alive, I swear to God. <laughs> go to bed. If my wife is watching, go to bed. <laughs> because we're having fun tonight. Because it is now time for the main event. It's Hollywood Hogan. Main event time, buddy. Yes, he's challenging. No, he's, he's putting he's up. He's a champion. He's putting up the title. He's putting it up. Title is on the line. Against Michael Lex. Buffer is in the ring. That's right. It's time, buddy. He announces Sexy Lexi with his torture rack of doom, which I didn't know was his finisher name. <laughs> the torture rack of doom versus the leg drop of doom. Listen. It's time to rack them up. Mm. What was the most interesting for me was that Hollywood Hogan came out by him lonesome. Yes. Everything about this uh, this Hogan entrance was surprising. Yes. Um, first, we cut the commercials, of course, come, because come why the fuck would we come have? Commercial. <laughs> <laughs> then Hogan comes out. He can do his proper entrance. He's by himself. Just him, his bald spot, and his title. That's right. He comes into the ring. Yeah. And... On, and no shenanigans to start no, the match. No. no. He, says, he says, look at this guy, and then look at me. And he tears <laughs> off his shirt. says, look at that guy. Look at that puny little peep squeak. All right? That Hollywood wannabe. Saying that to Lex fucking yeah. Luke. <laughs> look, at that, look at that Hollywood wannabe, and then look at me. And then double bicep with his man boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, to start the match, he takes his uh, his, his, his uh, bandana off. Yeah. He rubs his balls fun. Right. He throws his sweat at me. Yeah, flicking the sweat. You know, he's nature boy. You know? Nature boy Hulk Hogan. All right. Uh, WCW uh, champion Hulk Hogan has held the belt for just shy of one year. He won it last year at Road Wild. Mm-hmm. And Road Wild coming up in the next few days in August. So, yeah, just short of one year. Title defense. Here we go. Lex Luger hasn't been champion since 1992. Long old time. Long old time. Uh, Luger is able to control the hammer lock to start. He pushes Hogan back and down. Hogan backs Luger up and gives him a little push. Just let him know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let him know that he exists. (laughs) All right? Let him know who he's going. Then Hogan goes low, kicks Luger down. Uh, Luger getting the the stomps in the corner. Big clothesline and elbow by Hogan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Scrapes the eyes with the boot as he does the double elbow drop. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to drop a third. No, I'm not going to boot him right (laughs) now. Beautiful stuff. Hogan is firmly in control with a clothesline in the corner. Lex Luger is like, (laughs) 
uh, <laughs> Luger is able to fight back a little bit. They head into the corner up and over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hogan goes to the eyes. Hogan is able to, to, <laughs> to be in control back from commercial break with a bear hug. And then he delivers a headbutt once uh, Lex Luger is out of that. And then a suplex rare from Hogan. He's pulling out all the big moves. Listen, he's treating this as a proper this is, as yeah. a proper uh, title match. Hogan gets a, a regular old suplex off. Then he gets a back suplex. Luger has to get his foot on the rope. Luger is getting beaten so badly by the back suplex. Yeah, even um, gotta get the rope break. Even with the eye rig when we went to commercials, I was mm. expecting another Ric Flair moment. And Luger being on top, but yeah, no, no Hogan's in full control of the match Hogan, so far. Ninety percent. Mm-hmm. Hogan chokes Luger in the corner and he spits on him. What to? Right, I'm the man. Hollywood wannabe. I'm so glad that's gone from wrestling. I hate that spot. Uh, that's so gross. <laughs> A big boot. Lex Luger is able to kick out it too. Leg drop of doom. By Hollywood Hogan, Luger still kicks out. Mm -hmm. Hollywood goes for a second one and misses. Luger starts to fight back. He's dropping him. He's got him. Delivers a slam. Gives the the forearm shot to the head of Hogan. Hogan is on the ropes. Hogan is, is, is fighting for everything that he's got, but he's not got enough in the tank. Here comes Hall Nash. Randy Savage. Scott Hall hits the ring. He gets taken down. Nash hits the ring. He gets taken down. Randy Savage coming off the top rope, but he gets nailed by Lex Luger and thrown out of the ring. Mm -hmm. And then Hogan is back to his feet. But it's the rack of doom. He's (laughs) tapped out many times before. Will he do it again? Will he rack him? He does rack him. And he taps out and the crowd goes fucking crazy it erupts yeah nuclear lex luger is the new champion huge reaction for lex the locker room clears out for celebration everybody every wcw member in unison loving the championship title change uh we go off the air with lex luger and the wcw locker room celebrating Mm -hmm. meanwhile uh, the NWO uh, have have congregated as Hogan is throwing around things. Yep. He's saying, "Have my back and roll wild, brother." Lex Luger won't know what's coming to him. Lex Luger won't know what's coming to him, brother. Get those cameras out of here! Get, get, out, of here. get out, out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Bobby the Brain is saying that Hogan is crying like a baby. Yep. Hogan's crying like a baby. Tony Schiavone is saying, "Oh yeah." Uh, Lex Luger, you the man, bro. Never seen Tony le- smile so so you, much. You the man. Uh, they're there. They're trying to get the NWO uh, logo off of the belt. They're getting the polish, the remover. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. is right with the world in WCW. They've never looked stronger as they head into Road Wild, which will be our next event. Yep. But until then, it is time for the match of the night, the standout star, and the overall show grade. Just, John, I'm going to start with Three you. Three fucking hours. Three hours Three of action. Three hours. God damn. What have you got for me? Match of the night. This was a tough one. No, it wasn't. Mm. It's a Luger Hogan. Luger Hogan. It's going with the main. It's the only match worth watching on this, this on this card. Mm. Um and that's literally my only reason. It's mm. the only match that actually goes longer than five fucking minutes. Gotcha. gotcha. Standout star. I've been saying it for a while. Mm. It's Luger. It's finally happening. It's finally happening. <laughs> he got the title. Uh, I, I was so happy to see that. Mm. Uh, overall show grade, two out of five. <laughs> 
two out of five. I was gonna give it a one star, but Ooh. I did like the main event. Mm -hmm. I I like that last hour. Mm -hmm. So that last hour pushed it to two. Okay. But if not, this was gonna be one. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan of this show. Not at not all. Not a fan of not the in the slightest. Nitro. It's the historic nitro. Listen, man. this card. If you trim some of the fat. And let them actually go a little longer. This card could have been something, but they just they just needed to put Mortis and Glacier and all these fucking guys in there. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, my match of the night. I am going to do Ric Flair and Diamond Dallas Page. Fair. I thought that that was a bit more entertaining. Fair. I want to give a little shout out, a little special mention to Ben Juan Six because they were very fast paced, mm -hmm. uh, very quick for the little bit of time that they had. They've maximized their minutes. Uh, the only downside is that they did have that little shitty finish. Where everybody brawls, there's Mongo yeah, yeah, involved, there's yeah. Jeff Sharon involved. It's all terrible. <laughs> but up until that point, it's actually quite a good match. So that's a little sleeper match for you. Okay. Uh, but I will go with uh, DDP and Ric Flair. I thought that was the most bang for your buck uh, outside your, of the main event. Who's your standout star? My standout star, I was torn. Ooh. I was torn between Lex Luger and Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, that's fair. That's I have fair. to give the edge to Diamond Dallas Page. I loved his promo. I thought his promo was the most concise. It had the most, you know, story-driven element he to it. He seemed like he was the only one prepared. Exactly. For, yeah. exactly. And then his follow-up match was not only quite decent with Ric Flair, but then uh, he was able to, the, the tie-in with Kurt Henning mm -hmm. uh, was able to be pretty good. They had a good finish that kind of made sense to me with the DQ. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was kind of like, ah, DQ, crap, but still made sense as we go into Road Wild and whether or not uh, Kurt Henning is with the Four Horsemen or not. Yeah. Uh, a lot of intrigue. But you do have to give Luger uh, the nod a little bit mm -hmm. because, of course, uh, this was his night. You know, he wins the title. He puts on a decent match with Hogan. And honestly, even I, I think Hogan deserves a shout out too. Yes. He's been like for all the shit we hear about him. Mm. Like what we've been reviewing so far, he's been nothing but like the, you know, willing to take the pin, willing to take to tap out and all mm. that. So we got to give him credit. He to, has done. He has put Luger over quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, he has put Luger over quite a lot all the way since uh, Uncensored. Mm -hmm. He was the one to tap out in uh, in that match. Yeah. He was uh, tapping out in the tag match. He's been tapping out all over the place for Lex Luger. Yep. And finally this moment here. Uh, the overall show grade, I'm going to bump it up just slightly. 2.5. That's fair. Right bang in the middle. This is a <laughs> this is a historic show mm -hmm. for Monday Nitro. Again, I mean, you really can't shake a stick at the idea that over 3 million homes were watching the one match, over 5 million overall watching wrestling. This was the turn because we got to think about the fact 93, 94, 95, 96. These are all terrible years, <laughs> not just for WCW. Not for just wrestling. for the WWF. Yep. This is all of wrestling yep. that has done a horrible thing. Listen, few we, years. we hear the horror stories of what that time period was oh, like. Absolutely <laughs> and to have the turnaround in the middle of 1997, mm -hmm. where over 5 million people are watching, and you know that's only the beginning. Yep. We're going to go even higher. We're going to get 6 million, 7 million, 8 million, nearly 10 million people watching wrestling for for certain weeks of television. Yeah. And to have it start here, you're looking at the genesis of the true 
peak of 1997, in my opinion, as well as the the genesis of of only better things to come. Yeah, because it it got a little shaky in the 90s where people just weren't interested in that whole in in wrestling as as a whole. They just weren't interesting. Exactly. And after this this uh, show, mm-hmm. not only does WCW change, but WWE starts taking notes and they yeah. start changing their program. Yeah. And it's just it's basically history from there. Like, yeah. look at where we're at now, right? Yes, exactly. So we're, we're, we're looking at the, the first seeds being planted. This is why I wanted to take a look at the, the Hogan Piper storyline, because mm-hmm. in between all of that, you're getting all of this history. You're getting all of these characters that are coming into their own. You're mm-hmm. getting the cruiserweight division, which continues to flourish yep. along with so much other things. And yes, there's a lot of turds here. <laughs> And you're getting, lot of, you're getting a lot of international stars, a lot of people exactly. who didn't even know about wrestling in other countries. And, yes. you know, one day you have Psychosis, then you have uh, Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon. You got the Villanos. <laughs> there's a little bit of everything, right? You have Alex Wright You've from Germany. Right. So, you know, there's, it, it, that I think was also super important, just showing people like, hey, you know, they do this in other places too, yeah. right? Right, it's a very good time. Uh, we're going to be taking a look at Road Wild next. I can't wait for you to see what it is like in Sturgis. A zero dollar gate, no one pays a dime <laughs> for shows that are notoriously horrible shows. Horrible. <laughs> Which I am genuinely intrigued to see because, I'm, I'm, as we said, the card that they're announcing five days before the event mm-hmm. is a stacked card. You have Conan, uh, Rey Mysterio, yes, Hogan, uh, rematches Luger, yes, right? That's right, Hogan rematches you've got Luger, Diamond Dallas Page, and Kurt Henning. Mm-hmm. You've got the tag match, be that as it may, but you've got stars in there, yep. you've got workers in there, like uh. Um, Harlem Heat, Jeff Harlem Heat's yes. fighting uh, someone. Yeah, uh, Jarrett, Chris Benoit, Dean Holland Nash versus the Steiners. Versus Steiners, like this is a big show. The Giant and Randy Savage. This is a big show yep, that they've yep, got yep. going on here. But notoriously, all of these shows are bad. So it's going to be very fascinating to take a look at. You need to tune in when we post that, when it goes live. But until then, thank you so much for joining us this week on the Colossal Tussle Podcast. Please leave us a rating, a review, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Do all of that fun and good stuff. Where are the places that they can find us, good sir? Spotify, Apple Music, Audible, Amazon Music, Google uh, Google Podcasts. That's right. Uh, Stitcher. Uh, God damn, where else? We're everywhere. Uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. everywhere. Just type in Colossal the Colossal Tussle, and you'll find us yeah, on Twitter. Follow, you can look up. You can find us at the Colossal Tussle One. Mm-hmm. Get in there, you know, send us some messages. Yes. We'll, we're happy to talk to you guys. Yes, Instagrams are Director KJ, where we do a lot of our promoting yes. for these shows, along with. I don't use mine that much, but if you want to send us a message, just, uh, uh, it's Faron36. There you go. Uh, but yeah, though, those are the links. You know, go follow us, like us, tweet indeed, us, indeed. insult us, whatever you guys want to do. Indeed. You know? <laughs> and if you wish to sponsor the podcast, yes. this means that you, if you have anything you would like to plug, promote, 
provide. Send us an email at thecolossaltusslepod at gmail.com. That is colossaltusslepod at gmail.com. We can negotiate the terms of service. We'll promote and plug the fuck out of it. (laughs) Indie promotions, you know, hit us up. Indie promotions. We'll even go to your show. Candles. (laughs) Keychains. Car insurance. Life insurance. If you're wanting to If you're just a scammer, we we got you. We don't care. We will promote your services. Pay us under the table and we will turn a blind eye. (laughs) (laughs) But indeed, contact us at thecolossaltusslepod at gmail.com for sponsoring the podcast. We thank you so much for joining us. We thank you so much for listening. Your continued support. We are in multiple (laughs) countries. It's insane. We've broken into India. We're in Spain. We're in the U.S. all over the place. We're in England. And we thank you so much for all of your continued support. We love each and every one of you fucking fucking beautiful people. (laughs) (laughs) From the bottom of my soul. I love you guys. So until next time, Road Wild for Just John. I am KJ Johnson, and we are out.